0: Chapter Nine of the Bobbsey Twins on the Deep Blue Sea by Laura Lee Hope. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. In Saint Augustine, the storm came up more quickly than even the captain or his sailors thought it would. The deep blue sea, which had been such a pretty color when the sun shone on it, now turned to a dark green shade the blue sky was covered by black and angry-looking clouds and the wind seemed to moan as it hummed about the ship but the steamer did not stop on it rushed over the water with foam in front at the prow or bow and foam at the stern where the big propeller churned away come children called mrs bobbsey to the twins as they stood at the rail looking first up at the gathering clouds "'and then down at the water, which was now quite rough. "'Come, I think we had better go to our cabins.' "'Oh, let us stay up just a little longer,' begged Bert. "'I've never seen a storm at sea, and I want to.' "'Well, you and Nan may stay up on deck a little longer,' said Mrs. Bobbsey. "'But you must not go far away from Daddy. "'I don't want any of you to fall overboard, "'especially when such big sharks may be in the ocean.' oh i'm not going to fall overboard exclaimed bert never nor i added his sister i'll keep tight hold of the rail and when it gets too rough we'll come down mr bobbsey and some of the men passengers were still on deck watching the approach of the storm and bert and nan moved over and nearer their father while mrs bobbsey went below with Flossie and freddie THE TWO SMALLER TWINS, WHEN THEY FOUND THEIR OLDER BROTHER AND SISTER WERE GOING TO STAY ON DECK, ALSO WANTED TO DO THIS, BUT THEIR MOTHER SAID TO THEM, NO, IT IS SAFER FOR YOU TO BE DOWN BELOW WITH ME. IT MAY COME ON TO BLOW HARD AT ANY MOMENT, AND THEN IT WON'T BE SO EASY TO GO DOWN THE STAIRS WHEN THE SHIP IS STANDING ON ITS HEAD, OR ITS EAR, OR WHATEVER WAY SHIPS STAND IN A STORM. BUT I WANT TO SEE THE STORM, COMPLAINED FREDDIE. You'll see all you want of it and feel it, too, down in our stateroom, as well as up on deck, and you'll be much safer, his mother told him. The storm came up more and more quickly, and though it was not yet four o'clock, it was as dark as it usually is at seven, for so many clouds covered the sky. The waves, too, began to get larger and larger, and pretty soon the steamer, which had been going along smoothly or with not more than a gentle roll from side to side, began pitching and tossing. Oh, my, isn't it getting dark, cried Flossie. Say, it isn't time to go to bed yet, is it? questioned Freddy anxiously. Of course not, answered his twin. It's only about the middle of the afternoon, isn't it, Mother? Just about, answered Mrs. Bobbsey. In the meanwhile, the others, who were still on deck, were having a decidedly lively time of it. Come on, Nan and Bert called Mr. Bobbsey to the older twins. Better get below while you have the chance. It's getting too rough for children up here. Are you coming too, Daddy? asked Nan. Yes, I'll go down with you. In fact, I think everyone is going below except the sailors. This was so, for the mate was going about telling the passengers still on deck that it would be best for them to get to the shelter of the cabins, and staterooms. Nan and Bert started to walk across the deck, and when they were almost at the stairs, or the companionway, as it is called, that led to their rooms, the ship gave a lurch and roll, and Bert lost his balance. "'Oh, oh!' he cried, as he found himself sliding across the deck, which was tilted up almost like an old-fashioned cellar door, and Bert was rolling down it. "'Oh, catch me, Dad!' luckily he rolled in and not out or he would have rolled to the edge of the ship not that he could have gone overboard for there was a railing and netting to stop that but he would have been badly frightened if he had rolled near the edge i think look out cried mr bobbsey as he saw bert sliding and slipping look out or you'll fall downstairs. and that is just what happened bert rolled to the top of the companionway stairs and write down them. Luckily he was a stout, chubby boy, and as it happened, just then a sailor was coming up the stairs, and Bert rolled into him. The sailor was nearly knocked off his feet by the collision with Bert, but he managed to get hold of a rail and hold on. My, my, what's this? cried the sailor when he got his breath, which Bert had partly knocked from him. Is this a new way to come downstairs? I i didn't mean to bert answered as he managed to stand up and hold on to the man the ship turned upside down i guess and i rolled down here well as long as you're not hurt it's all right said the sailor with a laugh it is certainly a rough storm better get below and stay there until it blows out yes sir i'm getting grinned bert i think that is good advice said mr bobbsey to the sailor with a smile as he hurried after Bert, but not coming in the same fashion as his son. Nan had grabbed tightly hold of a rope and clung to it when the ship gave a lurch. She was not hurt, but her arms ached from holding on so tightly. After that one big roll and toss, the steamer became steady for a little while, and Mr. Bobbsey and the two children made their way to the stateroom, where Mrs. Bobbsey was sitting with Flossie and Freddy. "'What happened?' asked Bert's mother, as she saw that he was rather mussed up from what had occurred. "'Oh, I tried to come down the stairs head first, Bert answered with a laugh. "'I don't like that way. I'm not going to do it again,' and he told what had taken place. And then the storm burst with a shower of rain and a heavy wind that tossed and pitched the boat and made many of the passengers wish they were safe on shore.' The Bobbsey twins had often been on the water, when on visits to Uncle William at the seashore, as I have told you in that book, and they were not made ill by the pitching and tossing of the steamer. Still, it was not much fun to stay below decks, which they and the others had to do all that night and most of the next day. It was too rough for anyone to be out on deck and even the sailors used as they were to it had trouble one of them was nearly washed overboard but his mate saved him and one of the lifeboats the same one in which the men had gone to save the fishermen from the sharks was broken and torn away when a big wave hit it is it always rough like this when you go past cape hatteras asked bert of his father very frequently yes You see, Cape Hatteras is a point of land of North Carolina, sticking out into the ocean. In the ocean are currents of water, and when one rushes one way and one the other, and they come together, it makes a rough sea, especially when there is a strong wind as there is now. We are in this rough part of the ocean, and in the midst of a storm, too, but we will soon be out of it. However, the steamer could not go so fast in the rough water as she could have traveled had it been smooth, and the wind blowing against her also held her back. So it was not until late on the second day that the storm passed away, or rather until the ship got beyond it. Then the rain stopped, the sun came out from behind the clouds just before it was time to set, and the hard time was over. The sea was rough, and would be for another day, the sailors said. "'And can we go on deck in the morning?' asked Bert, who did not like being shut up in the stateroom. "'I guess so,' his father answered. The next morning all was calm and peaceful, though the waves were larger than when the Bobbsey twins had left New York. Every one was glad that the storm had passed, and that nothing had happened to the steamer, except the loss of the one small boat. Were those fishermen who fought the sharks out in all that blow in their small motorboat, Dad? asked Bert. Oh, no, his father told him. They only go out from shore, take up their nets or lobster pots, and go quickly back again. Their boats are not made for staying out in all night, though perhaps sometimes in a fog, when they can't see to get back, they may be out a long time, but I don't believe they were out in this storm. It was peaceful traveling now on the deep blue sea, which was a pretty color again, and the Bobbsey twins, leaning over the rail and looking at it, thought they had never come on such a fine voyage. "'It's getting warmer,' said Bert, when they had eaten dinner and were once more on deck. "'Yes, we are getting farther south, nearer to the equator,' and it is always warm there said mr bobbsey are we near florida asked nan yes we will be there this evening her father told her it was late in the afternoon when the steamer reached jacksonville as the arrival of the steamship had been delayed by the storm the bobbseys were left no time to look about jacksonville but hurried at once to the railroad station and there took the train that carried them to st augustine it was about an hour before sunset when they got out of the train at this quaint pretty old town oh what funny little streets cried bert as they started for their hotel where they were to stay until they could go to the hospital and see cousin jasper what little streets aren't they darling exclaimed nan yes this is a very old city said mr bobbsey and some of the streets are no wider than they were made when they were laid out here over three hundred years ago oh is this city as old as that three hundred years asked nan while Flossie and freddie peered about at the strange sights yes and older said mr bobbsey st augustine is the oldest city in the united states it was settled in fifteen sixty five by the spaniards and I suppose they built it like some of the Spanish cities they knew. That is why the streets are so narrow. And indeed the streets were very narrow. The one called St. George is only 17 feet wide, and it is the principal street in St. Augustine. Just think of a street not much wider than a very big room. And Treasury Street is even narrower, being so small that two people can stand and shake hands across it. Really, one might call it only an alley and not a street. The Bobbseys saw many Negroes about the streets, some driving little donkey carts, and others carrying fruit, and other things in baskets on their heads. Don't they ever fall off, asked Freddy, as he watched one big fat colored woman on whose head, covered with a bright red handkerchief, or bandanna there was a large basket of fruit don't they ever fall off what do you mean fall off their heads asked bert with a smile no i mean the things they carry said freddie well i guess they start in carrying things that way from the time they are children said mrs bobbsey and they learn to balance things on their heads as well as you children learn to balance yourselves on roller skates i dare say the colored people here would find it as hard to roller skate as you would to carry a heavy load on your head well here we are at our hotel said mr bobbsey as the automobile in which they had ridden up from the station came to a stop in front of a fine building now we will get out and see what they have for supper and then will we go to cousin jasper and find out what his strange story is i guess so her father answered say this is a fine hotel exclaimed bert as he and the others saw the beautiful palm and flower gardens with fountains between them in the courtyard of the place where they were to stop oh yes st augustine has wonderful hotels said his father this is a place where many rich people come to spend the winter it would be too cold for them in new york now come inside into the beautiful hotel they went and when mr bobbsey was asking about their rooms and seeing that the baggage was brought in mrs bobbsey glanced around to make sure the four twins were with her for sometimes Flossie or freddie strayed off and that is what had happened this time freddie was not in sight oh where is that boy cried his mother i hope he hasn't crawled down another ventilator pipe no ma'am answered one of the hotel men he hasn't done that i saw your little boy run back out of the front door a moment ago but he'll be all right nothing can happen to him in st augustine oh but i must find him exclaimed mrs bobbsey dick freddie is gone again she said to her husband We must find him at once, and she hurried from the hotel. End of chapter 9